This is Pastor Joshua Swilly, and you're listening to the Hope United Podcast. We pray that this message is a blessing to you. Well, I just wanted to look into the Word of God and see what is God saying to us right now. There's so many things going on in the world today, specifically with the coronavirus and people being quarantined and held up in their houses and um, some by choice, some they just have to be there. They, they, they've, been, uh, they've been told that's what they have to do. But what do we have? We have a faith and we have a hope that goes beyond anything that we see in the natural. And that's what we want to focus on today is faith. Because I was talking a little bit earlier, we were talking about how important it is to have faith because just as contagious as the coronavirus is even more contagious is this thing called fear and the perfect antidote to fear is faith so we want to talk about faith tonight and so i'm so excited to be able to talk about faith faith is one of the the most beautiful and amazing things and so won't you tell them a little bit about what god's been putting on your heart regarding faith in this time. Thank you, Pastor Joshua. So like you said, you know, there might not be an antidote or a vaccine for the coronavirus as yet, but there is an antidote for fear, and that is faith. In the Bible, in the King James Version of the Bible, um, the word faith is mentioned 231 times. Mm-hmm. So if God is mentioning something to us that, that much in his word, that means that that's something that he wants us to have. Also, I was, as I was going over my notes earlier today, I was reminded of a statement that I heard mm-hmm. that, you know, do not fear is mentioned in the Bible 365 times, yeah. one time for each day. Well, anybody that knows me knows that I'm not, just not going to take, you know, somebody's word for it. So I did a word search my, myself on do not fear, and I found it 170 times in wow. the King James Version that God says, do not fear be afraid. So that is what he's saying to us today. He said it in his word and that word is alive and he's saying it now. Do not be afraid because you have faith. Mm, that's so powerful. And and why is it so important for believers to have faith? You know, faith it, it's it's something we talk a lot about, but You know, we see some people, it seems like they have more than others. Some people are hiding. Other people are, you know, out there, you know, standing boldly, you know, in confidence in what God has has said. But why is it so important that we have faith in this day and age? Well, in Hebrews chapter 11, which is known as the faith chapter, Mm. um, the author of Hebrews, we don't know who that author is. Some think it's Priscilla and she's a woman. I'm like, yay, (laughs) but we don't know for sure. But anyways, in Hebrews chapter 11, verse six, the author says that without faith, it is impossible to please God, Mm -hmm. you know, and we want to please God. So we have to have faith. Also, you know, we have enough faith to get saved. You know, in Ephesians 2, 8 through 9, it says, and this is the King James Version. I know you teach from the NLT, but all scripture references tonight will be from the King James Version. All right. One of my favorite versions. <laughs> so in Ephesians 2, 8 to 9, it says, For by grace are ye saved through faith. 
So it, you had to have faith. So you know that you have faith. If you believe and you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you have faith within you. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is that we need faith to see the supernatural. Jesus yeah. talked about this all the time. You just read the Gospels from Matthew to Luke to Mark to John. You read through it over and over. He said, your faith has made you whole. Your faith, I have not seen this much faith mm-hmm. in Jerusalem. He talks about people's faith all the time that made yeah. them whole. And in Matthew 17, 20, um, Jesus said, and Jesus said unto, unto them, because of your unbelief, for verily, verily, for verily I say unto you, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you shall say unto this mountain, remove hence to yonder place and it shall remove. So Jesus is saying, if you have faith, and I think you talked about this yeah. maybe a week or two ago, you know, a mustard seed is really, really, really small. So Jesus is saying, even if you have a little bit of faith, that you can talk to the mountains in your life, you can speak to the coronavirus, you can speak to whatever challenges that you have, and you can tell it to go away. And it has to obey. You know, one of the amazing things about faith is it's like a key that unlocks doors in your life. And in the kingdom, it's like you really can't go too many places unless you have faith. Faith is like when when you have that key, you can turn on the car and you can go places. But without faith, you know, it says it's impossible to please God. Without faith, you're really kind of stuck in a rut with your spiritual walk. So it's important as believers that we have faith, that we develop faith, that we grow in our faith. So how do we get faith? Some people out there, they're wondering, how do I get faith? Okay, I think you mentioned it a little bit before. Um, So in Romans 12, 13, it says, For I say through the grace given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, according as God hath dealt to every man a measure of faith. So God has already given all of us a measure of faith. Yeah. And in 1 Corinthians 12, 9, um, it's listing the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit is faith. So if you have the Holy Spirit, you have faith. It's a gift from God. And the word of God also says that every good and perfect gift comes from God. So your faith is not broken. But you do need to exercise it because faith is a muscle. So the Bible says that faith without works is dead. So I will liken that to going to the gym. I don't like to go to the gym. I don't Mm -hmm. know a lot of people that like to go to the gym. But you have to put the work in in the gym to produce and work out that muscle and then you start to see results. So it's the same thing with your faith. You have to exercise it. You have to work at it for it to grow, for it, for that muscle to be strengthened. I think that's such an interesting perspective because a lot of times we think about, oh, I want to grow in the prophetic. I have to exercise the prophetic or I want to grow in this gift of the spirit. I have to exercise it. But we don't think oftentimes I need to grow in faith, so I need to exercise faith so I can grow in faith. And this is a perfect opportunity for us to exercise our faith. Bad things, ha- bad things happen in life. And sometimes the enemy comes and, and, and sows weeds or causes problems or, you know, he raises, he, he rushes in like a flood, you know. And, and we have to exercise faith in these seasons. And when we exercise faith, 
it actually grows our faith. We, we, we see, you know, just like you said in the gym, you, 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 you have, it's resistance training. The more that the enemy resists you and you have to push with your faith and you have to, you're going to grow. Those, those, that faith muscle is going to grow. And so I, I love that. We, we have to grow. Whatever, you know, this is, this is what goes back to the scripture when the scripture talks about, you know, whatever the enemy intends for evil... God is going to turn it for good. So no matter what you're going through right now or how you feel right now, if you'll trust in God and exercise your faith in this season, God is going to turn it into something better than you have ever imagined. Yes, he, God, he is a specialist at taking ugly situations and making it beautiful for you. No matter how much the enemy tries to mess your life up or mess our country up or mess our nation up or mess our communities up, God has this amazing ability to take what the enemy intended for evil and flip it around and make something beauty. Actually, the Bible says he gives beauty for ashes. I love that right there. He gives beauty for ashes and joy instead of mourning. I love that. So though the enemy has given you mourning, though the enemy has given you ashes, he's tried to destroy things in your life, God can turn it in a moment into something beautiful. And so what is our job? What's our part? Faith. Faith. I just want to piggyback off of that um, scripture that you quoted you know, that says that what the enemy intended for evil, God yeah. turned it around and used it for good. It's in Genesis um, and it's actually Joseph. He's speaking to his brothers. Um, if anybody knows, if you don't know the story of Joseph, just go to your Bible app and search for him in the book of Genesis to find his story. But he was sold into slavery by his brothers. Um, yep. So he was a slave. Then he was falsely accused yes, of rape. And so he ended up in prison. And then he got out of prison. He went from the pit to the palace. And so when he's reunited with his brothers and they're afraid, they think that Joseph is going to enact, you know, revenge on, on them. Uh, Joseph says to them, what you intended for evil, God turned it around and used it for good. So that's somebody who had to exercise faith that even when he was in the pit, even when he was being accused of rape, when he was in jail, he had to exercise his faith to believe the word of God spoken over his life. He had prophetic dreams that he would be in a place of authority over his brothers. So when you're in a pit or when you're in prison and you're going through these trials and these tribulations, it's hard to hold on to the word of God. But Joseph had faith that God is not a man and he doesn't lie. His promises are yea and amen. And yeah. if he said it, it doesn't matter what it looks like in the valley that I will ascend into the mountain and I will get to the palace. So he exercised great faith. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we already talked a little bit about this, but let's expound a little bit. How do we keep or build up our faith? So for me personally, one way that I build my faith is in the word of God. Mm, in good. the word of God, Romans ten seventeen says, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That God has so many wonderful stories in his word to help us to hold on and to build our faith. The story of Joseph is just one of those stories. You have David. You know, David was being chased from by um, Saul. 
you know, after he got a word from God that he would become king, you know, and he's thinking he's probably like, hey, I'm going to be king. <laughs> and no, that didn't happen like that. He had to run for his life. And so he had to maintain that faith. And then even Jesus had to exercise faith, you know, throughout his three years of ministry when people were trying to, you know, kill him. I was talking about this last night um, in my Bible study group. And, you know, Jesus, and when they came to stone him, he just walked through the crowd. You know, he had faith that this is not my appointed time. This is not the time. So, you know, no harm can come near to me. So the word of God, rehearsing the word of God, memorizing the word of God, repeating it, listening, you know, to Hope United podcasts. So the word of God is one way that you build your faith. Another way is to have people around you who are going to speak life to That's you. That's key right there. That is who are so going to speak life to you. You can't have people who are going to cause you to doubt the word of God, who are going to cause you to question the word of God. One thing that you said on Sunday, um, actually when you were doing the altar call, you know, you said, I'm paraphrasing, but you said cancel the what ifs because our minds, you know, the enemy will come with the what ifs. And if you have people around you who aren't, you know, building up your faith, they're going to come. They're going to be the ones that are going to come with the what ifs. Well, what if, you know, this happens or what if that happens? What if it doesn't happen? So surround yourself. Um, the older generation used to say it like this. Um, you know, you have positive people and negative people in your life. You have takers and you have givers in your life. And so there are people in your life that are actually, they're taking from you. They're, 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 they're taking faith from you. Right. And other people are actually giving you faith. They're, 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 the more time you spend with certain people, it's like your faith is built up. And actually, Paul talked about that. Let, let's see how we can spur each other on. Let's see how we can build each other up in our faith. And so when we're hanging out with the right people, we're, we're, we're building each other out. And it's not to say we don't have some people in our life that God wants us to be a ministry to, but we have to know we can't just have a bunch of people around us that are always constantly taking. We have to also have relationships and actually more relationships that will help build us up so that we can be a blessing in our faith. And another thing is intercession. Prayer will build up your faith and also yeah. to know that Jesus is interceding, you know, for us. Um, in Luke twenty-two thirty-two, it says, this is Jesus speaking, but I have prayed for thee that thy faith fail not. And when thou art converted, strengthen thy brethren. And that was Jesus talking to Peter, telling Peter that, you know, he's praying that his faith is strengthened. So right now, Jesus is sitting on the right-hand side of the Father, and he's interceding for yeah. you, that your faith, especially now, don't think that Jesus is not praying for you, not interceding for you, that during this time that your faith is strengthened. Mm -hmm. So prayer and intercession will definitely build your faith. Oh, that's, that's, that's so important. It's, it's almost like you can, you can draw a direct connection between your prayer life and your faith level. You know, the more that we are connected with God through prayer, the stronger our faith gets. The more that we, prayer is, we, we, we missed it here, we missed it there, we didn't spend enough time in prayer, and we're watching too much TV, and we're, we're watch, listening too much social media, and now all of a sudden, our faith level is super low, because we haven't really connected with the Father, and connected to the source of our faith. He is the source of our faith. He is the source of our strength. How do we think we're going to be full of faith if we're not connected to the source? I'm not, I'm not producing this faith in myself. 
This faith is being produced in me by being connected to God. So the more I'm praying, the more I'm connected to him, the more I'm seeing my faith growing. I'm growing. I'm getting stronger in my faith because I am praying. So prayer, intercession, you know, one of the great things that we do when we intercede, we're actually a lot of times praying for other people. You know, it's important. Some people around us right now, you need to hear this word right now because some people around you, their faith is really, really low and you need to pray for them. You know, it's, it's a great thing, you know, when, when you're praying for yourself, but even better when you get yourself full and you can pray for somebody else. That's beautiful. That's called intercession. And I, 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 my heart is that we would be a people, if you're listening to this, that we would be a people that would pray for others. Don't just pray for yourself. Pray for others to really, really grow in their faith. Times like this, let me tell you something, faith is like water. It's a desert out there without faith. You need faith to survive. Faith is the antidote. Faith is the antidote, and I think that one of, I would hope that one of the greatest lessons that will come out of, you know, this whole situation is that we need to pray, you know, not just for, you know, our families and for our friends, but we need to pray for our nations. We need to pray for the nations of the earth. We need to intercede, you know, on behalf of our government, on behalf of, you know, now we want to pray, you know, for the first responders, for the doctors, for the nurses. We should always be praying for them. I know when we have our intercession um, prayer on Thursdays, that is a prayer point, you know, that we do every Thursday that we're praying for our leaders, that we're praying for our first responders. And we should always be doing that, not just in times of crisis, because they always need prayer. And if we we can pray preventative prayers also. So we should always be in tune with God's heart on, you know, who to intercede for. That's so good. I think as as the body of Christ, as Christians, we have to grow beyond selfish prayers. Um, I think a lot of Christians, they're stunted in their growth because selfish prayers. They only know how to pray for themselves. And it's so unfortunate because it's a blessing. Man, when you really start praying for other people, it like unlocks your spiritual growth. When you start praying for other people around you, you're praying for people that are, 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 they're trying to grow in their faith. You're praying for people that don't have any faith, praying for people that haven't even accepted Christ. You're beginning to get into a different mode of spiritual growth, and you're going to see your growth in God catapult when you begin to get out of the mode of just selfish prayers man i think this is a great time if you're not praying for other people man start to make it a habit to pray for others not only do they need it but you need it in your faith walk because it's going to cause you to explode in faith and in growth in god and I'll just add one more thing. So if we're praying for other people's, you know, faith to be strengthened as Jesus is interceding for us, when my faith connects with Pastor Joshua's faith, that's just even more ammunition against the enemy. The Bible says yeah. one can put a thousand to flight and two, ten thousand to flight. So when we connect our faith with each other, then we are a powerful force against the enemy. Amen. Amen. Well, I just want to pray with you today because... I believe that God wants to stir up faith in you. He's already given you a gift of faith, but I'm praying that it's, that it's built up, 
that it grows and in this season you become a powerhouse in your spiritual walk. God, I thank you, Lord, for each and every person that's listening to this right now, God, that you would touch their heart, God, touch their mind. Lord, all the things that are going on in our minds, God, if there's stuff that's not that's not right, stuff that's fearful. God, I pray that that stuff just drops off. Stuff that, that's, that's stressing us out. Stuff that, of anxiety about this virus. God, let it fall off right now. And God, I pray that you stir up faith. And in each and every one of the per- people that are listening right now, I speak faith into them. And I speak, God, that you stir up the faith gift that you've already given them. God, that it would grow. That they would be stretched. That they would be challenged in this season to trust you more to stand on your promises that your promises are yes and amen that your promises never fall flat that your promises never return void like a bounce check but God you always come through and so God we thank you and we put our faith in you tonight God and we thank you that you stir us up God to have greater faith in Jesus name amen Thank you for listening to the Hope United podcast. Please consider planting a seed in this ministry. Any seed helps us get the gospel message out to those that would otherwise not hear it. If you want to give, please click the link below in the episode notes. If you're in the area, come visit us in Pembroke Pines, Florida. May God bless you and may you possess the promise God has for you.